0: Please take just a moment, make sure your cell phone is turned off. teléfonos favor. I've mentioned it before, if someone arrived now or later in the Holy Mass and stayed even till the final blessing, they would not fulfill their obligation to attend Holy Mass on Sunday. Well, why is that? Well, the Gospel, we just heard the Gospel. The Gospel is an essential part of the Holy Mass. It just can't be skipped. But after this Mass, as you can see on page 4, after this Mass we have... Five other Masses, they could attend one of those. Yesterday was the the uh, Feast of the Presentation in the Temple of the Child Mary, uh, anticipating the Presentation in the Temple of the Child Jesus. Today, uh, Sunday, it's the last Sunday in ordinary time. And it's the Feast of Christ, the King of the Universe. That's what the picture is on the cover of the bulletin. It's also the Feast of St. Cecilia. And next Sunday starts... Uh, Uh, the first of four Sundays before Christmas halfway down the page you can see there today there will not be an outdoor Christ the King procession the rains have made um, uh, the ground um, in the middle of the rosary walk uh, almost a a lake a marsh so if we um, would be okay on the rosary walk but once you get onto the uh the dry ground it's just uh, not dry (laughs) so we're not going to have that. And after the winds of yesterday, if the Knights of Columbus were holding on to that canopy, uh, we'd find them somewhere in Tarrant County. The, uh, that was some kind of wind yesterday. Um, Monday is the Feast of Blessed Miguel Agustin Pro. Uh, about five years ago, the Knights of Columbus produced an excellent movie, For Greater Glory. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you ought to get it. If you go to the very end, you know where they have the, uh, the credits? You'll see footage of the execution of this priest in the 1920s. The Mexican government hunted him down and they thought, we'll film this execution and he'll beg for mercy. He didn't. He, um, he, he walked out of the jail um, to the place of execution. He raised his arms in the form of a cross after having uh, pardoned the men about to to kill him. He had a crucifix in one hand and a rosary in the other. And um, his last words, long live Christ the King. Um, Viva Cristo Rey." And they shot him. So you can see that actual footage um, at the end of For Greater Glory. Um, that is uh, that is worth seeing. Speaking of, we have a, a week of martyrs today. St. Cecilia, tomorrow Blessed Miguel Agustin Pro, um, Then the the Martyrs of Vietnam. Wow. On Tuesday. Wednesday, the Feast of St. Catherine of Alexandria. Uh, Another martyr. She's one of the the saints who appeared uh, to St. Joan of Arc over her short lifetime. So uh, then we have uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving. Uh, Friday, the Feast of the Miraculous Medal. And the next day, the Feast of St. Catherine Labore. She's the one. Uh, to whom Our Lady appeared in 1830. Um, St. Catherine Lavery would go on to work another 40 years serving the poor in, um, in, um, in um, their homes for the aged. When she was buried, she was not embalmed. Years later, they disinterred her body. Her body was incorrupt. The sisters um, took off her habit, her religious habit, washed her body and put on a new habit and she's there in Paris um, beneath the altar behind glass. It's not even a um, an air-conditioned cabinet or anything like that. It's amazing. Of course it points to the the power coming from um, Jesus on the cross. Um, The uh, St. Catherine Library. Also the Miraculous Medal. Very timely because when you dig into the um, the apparition, what Our Lady spoke to Saint Catherine about, she said that Paris would suffer much. You know, the uh, the Archbishop of Paris at the time who approved this uh, this message, this uh, medal, he was killed in Paris um, by a revolution. Yeah, an Archbishop of Paris in in civilized Paris, really. And remember what happened in Paris? What was it a month ago? Uh, Oh, wait a minute, it was only eight days ago. Yeah. Doesn't it seem longer? Uh, you'll, you'll also know it on page five. Mond- Monday, well, today, three hours of confession. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, two hours of confession. Because you see that uh, that extra sheet there with the act of dedication, act of consecration uh, of the human race to the uh, sacred heart of Jesus. That carries, if you, if you want to attempt a... Uh, A plenary indulgence confession is part of that. So there it is. Mass on Thursday is at 9 o'clock and then the church will be closed. The same for Friday. The office is closed Thursday and Friday to be opened again on Monday. Just so you'll know. Uh, Page 7, the bulletin cover is explained there. Um, That's a a beautiful image. If you type in uh, San Francesco in Siena, Italy and you'll find there on Wikipedia uh, uh, a, um, um, a more beautiful picture of that. Um, each of the angels has behind uh, below its ex- the extended hand um, and um, the thurible, the incense uh, smoke is coming out. Um, the book of Revelation speaks about the angels in heaven throwing um, handfuls of incense on the coals and the smoke going up to the throne of God. This represents the prayers of the church on earth going up into the presence of God. Uh, page 7, the Women's Guild has their last meeting for 2015 on Sunday. It's not going to be on Monday. It's going to be on Sunday. If any of the ladies of the parish would like to attend, you certainly are welcome. The, uh, you might want to join, uh, but you'll, you'll meet friends and, uh, and meet new ones. The, um, the end of the year, people often are looking at their tax situation a contribution to the church instead of a contribution to the federal government. Highly recommended if you would like um, to uh, consider that a 401k, IRA, mutual fund, or something like that. You can call the office for the tax ID number. And there's the um, contact information for the uh, Knights of Columbus. Um, I, I really recommend that to you, men of the parish. Page 9, there is a um, beautiful picture in. Uh, in uh, the Netherlands, in um, um, Belgium, the um, it's called the Ghent Altarpiece. Um, beautiful, absolutely beautiful detail. Um, this um, it's al- it's perhaps better than a photograph, if you will. It's absolutely beautiful. The uh, it's called the Adoration of the Mystical Lamb. Um, Hitler um, in World War II stole this, put it in um, a, a, a collection in an in a, in abandoned mine and it was set to be dynamited but it didn't happen. It was damaged but not dynamited. Now it's back in the church. The, um, you can see it by going to that link there on page 9 and they've got a feature there that you can zoom in on whatever feature you want. The explanation uh, along the side you can click on any of those. It's tremendous. I've never seen anything like this. And how fitting, because today is the feast of Christ the King, the center of this altarpiece, Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. He's surrounded by his heavenly court. And um, after this Mass, you'll see Brother Francis. Uh, You don't blink, because he's leaving today to go back to Italy. And um, he, he had a website before he went into the monastery, Roman sacristan blog spot. You can see it there at the bottom of page 9. If you want to brush up on what you need to do to gain a plenary indulgence, um, he has it listed there uh, on his old blog spot. And like the eye chart at the doctor's office, here it is again. The, um, we're starting up uh, in January. You snap your fingers. It'll be here before you know it. Let's get the word out to, to people. All they have to do is uh, um, show up show up on time and show up uh, at the day of the class so let's get the word out Uh, there is no charge but they do have to come at the appropriate time and on the proper day Uh, speaking of uh, time and days today's the last sunday in the calendar of the church so after mass um, the uh, deacon is my will be selling uh, calendars Um, america needs fatima calendars those beautiful ones Last year they got away from me, um, so I made sure we ordered them again. They're $3 apiece or 2 for $5. They'll you'll probably be in the cry room so, um, after Mass. You buy as many as you want. Uh, when they're gone, they're gone. I'm not holding any back. Um, the, uh, but we should have enough for, for any and all. So they're beautiful calendars and a bargain. Okay, from the gospel today, that first line of the gospel, Pilate said to Jesus, are you the king of the Jews? In the name of the Father, Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The, um, You know, today's an anniversary. Um, I was four years old when President Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas. On Friday, I was giving a talk to some Catholic men and women just um just south of that triple underpass and i'm looking out the window 69 floors above all of that in that bank of america tower it's just amazing that all this has happened in my lifetime i remember complaining to mommy and daddy um, the day that they had the funeral where are my cartoons i was four and i just saw the body of president kennedy being being um, um, processed through the streets of Washington, but I was, I was like, where are my cart? I don't want to watch. I want where are my cartoons? The uh, we we lose sight of such historic moments, and um, the generations behind us are, are told about this. I mean, I, I barely can remember it only because I didn't get to watch my cartoons that day. The Rolling Stones would come along later, and um, Include that event in their their song, uh, "Sympathy for the Devil." Oh yeah, it was a catchy tune, right? "Sympathy for the Devil." Um, what a what a terrible thing! Um, the um, on Friday when that uh, that concert um, began, the the group there um, had just begun their song when when shots rang out, killing so many people there. It's um, uh, the song, I, I won't say the title of the song because it talked about how the, uh, the individuals uh, singing the songs wanted to, uh, to kiss the, uh, the other team. And they were going into great detail. Um, th- this is amazing. Such, a, uh, such a, a fondness for the other team. It's not something new. There, there is the devil and then there is Christ, the king of the universe. There are indeed the, the two opposing sides, um, the devil and his minions, and Christ, the king of the universe. Um, the, uh, it's amazing how underreported that fact has been about what happened in Paris eight days ago. Um, we're not getting out um, the message of Christ the king of the universe as we should. And especially young people need to hear about how God, uh, who is king of the universe, wants us to be in his kingdom. He will not force us into his kingdom. And uh, uh, there are two saints uh, I want to, to focus on just briefly here. 500 years ago they were born, um, St. Teresa of Avila um, and St. Philip Neri. Saint Teresa of Avila was in Spain, and Saint Philip Neri was in Italy. Um, Saint Philip Neri, I, I love Saint Philip Neri. Um, he lived in Rome and died there. He carried with him two books everywhere he went: a Bible and a book of jokes. Yeah, a Bible and a book of jokes. Um, he um, he served uh, rich and poor alike, but he had a preference. He sought out and served the poor in a marvelous way. When he died, it took days and days and days for the, for the poor of Rome um, and in their midst, the rich as well, to pass by and pay their last respects. Um, St. Philip Neri was born 500 years ago and he still has an appeal um, to, um, to rich and poor alike, young and old alike. Every morning when he got up, he, he did the same thing. Um, people remarked about it. Um, he got up as if his bed were on fire. Um, and he ran over to the window, opened the window, and looking up to heaven, he would yell these words, Look out today, Lord, for Philip, lest he betray you again. The, um, he knew that he, he could betray his king. And first words out of his mouth, uh, Look out, Lord, today for Philip, lest he betray you again. This man was a great saint, but he had both feet on the ground. He knew um, he was capable of serving the other team. Um, Then there's the image of St. Teresa of Avila. She's a doctor of the church, the the one who started the reform of the Carmelites. Great, great, great uh, saint. Um she was she she gives us insight into the spiritual life. Um, this is especially helpful to young and old today, but especially the young. Saint Teresa was also was often attacked by the devil, trying to shame her for her past uh, um, laxity in serving Christ the king. Look what you've done. Look what you've done. Look what you just trying to rub her nose in it. St. Teresa said to her sisters, whenever the devil does this, whenever he tries to shame you for what you've done in the past, tries to get you to focus on how you've served the devil and not Christ the King, um, point out to him where his future is. Yeah, he'll spend eternity in hell. Two saints born 500 years ago and we ought, to, we ought to remember what they tell us. How easy it is to abandon Christ and and serve the other team. Um, I mentioned that um, uh, I mentioned that uh, the um, Father uh, Miguel Agustin Pro blessed Miguel Agustin Pro his feast day is tomorrow. How he was executed in Mexico City. Friends, it's not even a 100 years ago that that happened. It was in the 1920s when the, the government of Mexico was, um, was persecuting Catholic Christians in Mexico. It started, it started with terrorism. Uh, yeah. The bishops of Mexico put up a nice statue in the center of Mexico. They figured out where the center of the country was. They put up a statue of Christ the King. Terrorists came in and blew it up with dynamite. So they built a bigger one. Same thing happened to that one. And another one. And the same thing happened to that one. Each time they built a bigger one and they brought more dynamite. Yeah, terrorism in Mexico. And you look around here in this church and you see other people here. There was a time in Mexico you wouldn't see that. The churches in Mexico, all the churches in Mexico, we're locked. We're locked. Uh, that meant you couldn't get married at church. You couldn't be buried from church. You couldn't be baptized. Couldn't go to mass. The church in, in, in Mexico, was this hundreds of years? Not even a hundred years have passed. That movie, uh, For Greater Glory, also points out that uh, the government of Mexico attacking the Catholic Church in Mexico Look north to the government of Washington. Not only did our country send planes down to help the government persecute the Catholics in Mexico, um, they sent the pilots with the planes. Yeah, we're not going to give you the planes. Uh, We're going to let our pilots. Our American men were sent to Mexico to attack Catholics. Yeah, doesn't it seem like, well, it wasn't in the former century, the 20th century, but it's not even 100 years ago. Not even 100 years ago. The, um, because of this um, attack on the church, the economy of Mexico just ground to a halt. There was no work. In the center of Mexico, there's this beautiful state, Michoacan. There was a young man, 14 years old, and like any 14-year-old young man, he wanted to start working, he wanted to earn money. To, uh, for himself and to help his family. No jobs, no jobs. His name, um, José Luis Sanchez del Rio, Pepito, which in Spanish is Joey, right? So, um, José Luis, uh, now he's Saint José Luis. Um, his, uh, when he was baptized, uh, parents got him a godmother and a godfather. When he was 14, his godfather was the, um, was the mayor of his town in Michoacan um the um the, the group of catholics in mexico trying to hold on to their faith under the attack of the government they had um they had a phrase that they would use as their yell like a like a rebel yell it was long live christ the king long live christ the king um and um uh, joey jose luis um he was truly a Catholic young man, only 14 years old. One day, he was in the streets of his town when the um, the, the federal agents, the federalists, came riding into town on horses, and um, Joey went out to meet them, and um, he went out shouting, "Long live Christ the King!" That's like um, you know putting the stick on the shoulder, saying, "I dare you, knock it off." Um, Long live Christ the King! Long live Our Lady Guadalupe! He kept shouting it over and over again. The men on the horses they were impressed by his courage, by his spunk, and they said, "Hey kid, we'll give you a job. We'll pay you money. Uh, we like your spunk. One condition: you stop yelling. Long live Christ the King! Long live Our Lady Guadalupe!" And guess what? He yelled, "Long live Christ the King!" Long live Our Lady Guadalupe. His godfather, again, he was mayor of that little town. He said, don't worry, guys, I'll take care of this. And he took Joey back to his office in town. He tied him up and put him on a table in his office. And he said, you see this big knife I've got right here? If you don't shut up, if you don't stop this with yelling that, I'm going to take the skin off the soles of your feet with this knife. And you know what he said, right? Long live Christ the King. He, he peeled away the skin off the bottom of his feet. His feet were bleeding terribly. They, uh, they saw they had to get rid of this kid, this young man. And so at, that night, they made him walk to the cemetery. They were just going to stab him and then put him into a, a shallow grave there and be done with him. They made him walk on broken glass to the cemetery. And, and he did. Of course, the people the next day could see the bloody footprints going up to the cemetery. They stabbed him at the cemetery, but he wouldn't die. So um, one of the men, one of the Federales, took out his pistol and shot him. Now the whole town knew that there something was going on, and they looked into it. Fourteen years old. Now today, not even a hundred years later, We think that young men and women are incapable of understanding that Christ is king and that um, Christ wants us to voluntarily serve in his kingdom. Um, He doesn't want us to kiss the devil or serve the devil. He he wants us to reign in his kingdom. Um, just, um, Just days ago, uh, tomorrow it will be a week. It was the Feast of St. Margaret of Scotland. Um, I put it in the bulletin last week. And I, I mentioned St. Margaret of Scotland. Um, there was only one thing. I forgot the other saint for that day. I didn't mention it was also the Feast of St. Gertrude, the Great. You see, there's a problem. My mom's name is Gertrude. She's not talking to me. The, uh, um, she goes by Trudy. Um, But anyway, so I forgot that last Monday was St. Gertrude's feast day. St. Gertrude um, died around the year 1300. She was the first one that we know of. uh, The Sacred Heart of Jesus appeared to and spoke to her. Uh, St. Gertrude um, tells us that she was praying before an image of the holy face of Jesus, like the one up there. When Jesus appeared to her, um, um, like um, like some woman saying, "Oh, don't don't look at me. I don't have my makeup on yet." Um, Saint Gertrude said to Jesus something like that. She said, "Oh, with my with my many sins, I, I'm so disfigured. Um, um, uh, help me, deliver me um, from my sins." Saint Gertrude was a very holy woman living in a monastery. Um, so her sins were probably uh, venial sins but they were they were ways that she chose not to serve Christ as king. And this is what um this is what Jesus did. Jesus raised his holy hand and he gave Saint Gertrude a blessing saying these words, I forgive you all your sins from the depths of my love. For the atonement of your sins, this is what I ask of you. For one year While you're doing one good deed every day, join yourself to the love that has forgiven your sins. Okay, for one year, I want you to do one good thing a day, and when you're doing it, I want you to remember my sacred heart. Christ the King, the Feast of Christ the King, today is the Feast of Christ the King. It's centered on the heart of Jesus, and he recognizes how often I have betrayed him. You have betrayed him. Don't turn to shame. Turn to that heart which loves you and me so much. And do something about it. Begin to serve him. Um, In their conversation, St. Gertrude and the Sacred Heart, um, um, St. Gertrude said to Jesus, But what shall I do if I neglect your commandment? Even Jesus is getting frustrated now. It's like, what? Uh, why should you neglect it? It's so easy to fulfill. I am satisfied. If holding on to this intention, you, you do only one step, like picking up a, a piece of straw from the ground, um, or say one single word, or smile at someone, or pray for someone who's uh, deceased, or pray for a sinful person. And while, while you're doing that, unite yourself. Think about my sacred heart. Um, he's saying to her, it's so easy. Um, Jesus, um, Jesus does not want to focus on her sins. Jesus does not want to focus on the sins of St. Philip Neri, Does not want to focus on the sins of St. Teresa of Avila. But he does want to focus on your sins. And he does want to focus. No, he doesn't. Um, he wants us to be part of his kingdom. This is a king different from all other kings. Uh, all other kings want to declare, have everyone declare them king and then tax you to the limit they can. You know, that's why they say it's good to be king. Jesus is exactly the opposite. He wants, to, uh, he wants us, every heart, to declare him king. Viva Cristo Rey. Long live Christ the King. Declare Him King and join our hearts to His sacred heart. Um, Here's one last thing about St. Gertrude. Um, uh, What do you promise to those who with your help accomplish what you're asking for? And Jesus says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no human heart felt it. How happy would the man be who before his death would remain only for one year, only for one month in this delightful love. God would give him all that. See, Christ is king and he wants to share his treasure with me and you and the rest of the world. Um, He wants to share with us the treasures contained in his most sacred heart. That's why Pope Pius XI in the 1920s declared this feast uh, of Christ the King because he saw the world had no idea um, that this heart was burning for love for each one of them individually and for mankind in general. Pilate said to Jesus, Are you the King of the Jews? In the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit.